This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's October the 8th, 2021, and you are invited to join me and my dear friend and longtime co-host, Kelly Gordon, as we indulge in one of our favorite conversations of the year. It is time for the annual list of awesome for fall 2021. From fashion trends to recipes to book recommendations and more, we are all set to help you have an amazing autumn season this year. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that's all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. We are so glad that you have found your way to the most amazing community of women on this planet. You can find our community online. And if you're digging what you hear today on Sorta Awesome, we would love to have you subscribe so that you never miss a new episode. And if you really love this show, go ahead and drop us a five-star rating and review while you're at it. Believe it or not, those really do help other people to find the show. And if you want to get in on all the perks of being part of our superstar awesome community, come check out what we have going on on Patreon. We've got bonus episodes, tons that you can download and binge right now. We've got ad-free episodes. We will hook you up with our digits so you can send us a text instead of just yelling at your phone. So much good stuff for our superstars. And you can find that all at patreon.com slash sort of awesome. Hi, Kelly. Welcome Hi, to the Meg. fall list. I know. I'm so excited. You guys, I didn't make any noises. But when she said it's the fall list show, I was like, and a little happy dance. <laughs> like it is. It is like we love a list here. It's sort of awesome. And I think the fall list is my absolute favorite because it's fall. It's a great it season. It's so much fun. Everybody's like ready to do something new. I mean, even those we had this whole, there was a post this last week, actually from Jen Hatmaker on Instagram, where she was like, it's finally 84 in Texas. Yeah. We're going to embrace, we're going to pretend like it's fall. Yes. Even though like all of you all in the North who are actually experiencing, you know, cooler <laughs> weather and actually getting to wear a sweatshirt and not sweat underneath it. Right. And I was like, you know, we're the opposite in March. We're like, Target has all the cute little mm -hmm. shoes and sundresses. And we're like, we will not see our toes until May. <laughs> Thank you, Target, for rubbing it in. And we get to see everybody in their Easter dresses. And we're like wearing our winter coats, Easter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what I'm saying here is that I feel like for fall, like spring, everyone's kind of ready for it. Even here, yes. even though like maybe we're like, oh, winter's so long. But at the same time, like when is fall not a welcome thing? Right. I, it's a yes, welcome thing. It is. And we do love our seasonal lists. Uh, these shows are some of my very favorite, but the fall one is at the top of the list. It's so cozy. We're all so ready for it. And I cannot wait to dig in. So we have so much good stuff for you for your fall 2021. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever's making life a little bit more awesome right now, whether it is a book or a TV show, a movie, a podcast, a product, whatever is making life a little bit more golden and sparkly. Kelly, what do you have for us this week? Here's the moment of truth. I was telling Meg right before this started that I have some product sort of things I could recommend, but if I'm going to be honest, mm -hmm. which we do try to encourage oh, honesty yes. Yes. on sort of awesome. Uh -huh. If I'm going to be honest, my awesome of the week right now is days of our lives. <laughs> I've fallen back into the black hole or jumped back on the bandwagon. I don't even know. This is a kind of a joke. I don't know when we first discussed this on sort of awesome, a confession show. I think it was on a group 
Confessions show Mm -hmm. years ago, years ago. I cannot even remember when it was, but I do remember getting such a kick out of this because you are this intellectual, (laughs) well-informed, very, I don't know, not what I would imagine for someone to be that big of a fan of soap operas in days of our lives. (laughs) Days of our lives. You guys. Okay. So here's what's happened. When I confessed it originally, and it was true, Days of Our Lives has been, for me, kind of the soap opera of my life. Mm -hmm. I started watching it when I was a teenager, when I would babysit. When I would babysit other kids, like younger kids during the day, they would go down for a nap and I would watch a soap opera, which I would never have been able to get away with at home. (laughs) So it was your your first guilty pleasure. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was like back in the days of Bo and Hope, like if you've watched this, like it was a big soap opera at the time. Like there was some ah. pretty big stuff. I mean, a lot of soap operas are big back then, yes. but you know that soap operas have slowly been dwindling. So many have just closed permanently. There's only, there's a handful still being made. Days of Our Lives is one of them. I feel certain that it will end at some point in the very near future. Like, I'm just like, this is at some point, yes. NBC Universal is going to say, this just does not make sense to keep <laughs> doing this. <laughs> It's a lot of money. It's production value and they can, it's going to go away at some point. So there's a a little part of me that's like the nostalgia factor, but also the way we have streaming these days, I don't have to be home to watch. I don't have to have a DVR. So for a while I stopped watching it because the difficulty of the time that it was on. But once I realized I could just watch it whenever and kind of binge it Uh and kind of step back in because we all know that soap operas don't like they change, but they don't. No, you know, you're just like, you need to go to a few like fan web pages and be like, wait, so they're married now? (laughs) Like, and I thought that was her brother. Oh, it's not her brother. It was actually (laughs) that other person, but with a difference. Got it. Okay. We're caught up. (laughs) That's basically how soap operas work. Yes. I love the cheesiness of it. Mm. I love that for in many places, at least on days, it's still the same actors. Not always, but like there's some Oh, I remember you. Like we've been together my whole life. Mm-hmm. There's that part of it. Um, and it's a complete escape. Yes. It is watching that show. It is not realistic at all. And it's just cotton candy for my brain. You don't have to think a single minute while it's on, I don't. Except for thinking about the very complex relationship dynamics right. that are going Yes. On. And even now, like the funny thing is, is that now that they will sometimes nod to it, the other day they were discussing a wedding and they were like, do you remember that other time we got married and that time, but that time you ended up dead. And she's like, so how was I to know? And he's like, that's true. And one of the kids is like, has there ever been a normal wedding in Salem? Of course not because people have been, it's just a small town. So here's the thing though, every once in a while a soap opera, and this is kind of my awesome of the week slash rant. Okay. This is why it's my awesome of the week because I've been telling people about it. You will have a actual storyline in a soap opera that they bring in everyone saw a few real life issues. Right. Yes. They have openly gay characters now. And that was like a big deal back when they first tackled that. Yeah. So there was a storyline, this old couple on days who has been on the show forever. They're probably in their, I would guess, nearing 80. <gasps> like they're old. Okay. And I think they've been on the show, like maybe from the beginning. Uh-huh. Doug is starting to forget things. He locked his wife in a freezer at the restaurant that they own accidentally. And so I was like, oh, they're going to do like a little storyline about Alzheimer's or dementia. Yeah. This is kind of sweet. This is nice. Like, how is the community going to handle? Yeah. However. Oh, no. That is not the case. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't have dementia. He is possessed by Satan himself. <laughs> And this happened in Salem in, I think, the 90s. That's what I was going to say. Yes. I never, I never watched the days, but the Marlena storyline, wasn't Marlena? Yes, possessed? it was Marlena. Is Salem a portal to hell? What Apparently. happening? <laughs> a portal to hell. So Doug goes in to talk to Marlena because they've done some tests and they don't see any physical things wrong. And his wife is very worried. And he goes in and he ends up talking to Marlene and all of a sudden his voice changes and he's oh, like, no. Marlena, oh, no. I'm back. And he makes the lights go off and she's like, no, no, it can't be. You get out of him right now. And he's like, I've come back for you, Marlena. It's taken me 30 years. And I was like, you guys, I was enjoying the show and you've jumped the shark with the demon possession stuff. 
like, come on. But I think that for a lot of day stands, like as I've watched on Twitter, they're like, oh yeah, baby, here we go. stupidest it is the stupidest and doug ends up with you know yellow contacts because apparently that was like the way probably production value even back during the marlena right even possession storyline on days before that they had to delineate that it was actually marlena desecrating churches and trying to kill a priest and before they had to exercise and cast i'm like this is where we're headed now this is what we're doing my gosh that is hilarious it's been my awesome I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep going. If anybody else watches days and, or like Meg, you remember that storyline? <laughs> like, cause it was so telenovela. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything had really been done that that was that crazy on a soap yeah. opera back then. And maybe not since in a U.S. soap opera where you're just like totally flirting with the supernatural and you're really going out there. Like it's, it's the only way to explain Salem. Yeah. Yeah. My face hurts so much from laughing already. I was watching it the other night and Natalie came into the kitchen and I'm sitting like on my phone with my AirPods in. I'm like shaking my head and she's like, is everything okay? And I'm (laughs) the Satan has possessed Doug (laughs) and he wants Marlena back after 30 years. Like this makes no sense. And she's like, what? I'm like, I know, I know. This is, oh, but am I going to stop watching? I don't know. Time will tell. I mean, they did miss a huge opportunity where they could have been exploring Alzheimer's or dementia, but I mean, in defense of the writer's room here, if ever there was a year to bring Satan back to this earth, why not 2021? Actually, now that you say that (laughs) way, it makes a lot of sense. Maybe we're actually trying to be like, you know, the world is that wackadoodle. Yeah, let's just roll with it. Let's roll with it. I mean, I have to imagine that for the writers and possibly for the actors themselves, this breaks up the norm of just who you're going to like pair up with next sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they like it. I would actually be curious to, or do they feel like, Oh my word, now we have to go down this whole thing. But yeah. So that's my awesome of the week. You guys, I don't know if anybody wants to watch along with me or laugh with me or just mock me, feel free. This is my real lived reality right now. My awesome of the week. Kelly is opening herself up to be roasted for her days of our lives. Uh, <laughs> reigniting the, the flame, the old flame there. That's right. And it's on the Peacock app. So you can right. watch. Yeah. Anytime. Oh man. My awesome of the week is so <laughs> boring compared to that. I was compared not prepared. To Satan himself coming back after 30 years. Yeah. In the body of an old man. Oh my God. Yeah. So, but what is it? I'm sorry. I know that's a little crazy. (laughs) Okay. My ass of the week is some pretty dainty necklaces. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. We should have had you go first. (laughs) We absolutely should have. (laughs) Oh man. I'm not kidding when I say my face actually hurts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can't be funny the rest of this episode. No, we've, we've burned up all the funny. Yep. Okay. It really is. It's some layered necklaces that I found on Amazon and I can't even remember what I was looking for, but Amazon is getting way too good at targeting and being like, Hey, 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 we think you might like this. So this little set of necklaces, it comes in a set of three. Now, listen, These are gold-plated. They are not meant to be heirloom quality necklaces. Okay, they're $15 for three. But I do think they are like so fun. And if you do like the dainty jewelry trend that has Mm -hmm. been on trend for a while and you don't want to invest a ton of money, these are really great. This is from a company on Amazon called Turandos. And they have a, a lot of different sets of these. They come in sets of three or four. They have all different varieties. So the one that I got is a combination of pearls. Like it's a little, I'm actually wearing it right now. It's got four dainty little pearls in the middle and that's on a chain. There's a bar, there's a hammer disc. So that came in a set of three, but they have other combinations like pearls, bar and long bar, a triangle, a bar and a hammer disc. One of them to bring it back to the supernatural has a twist chain beads and a cross. So if okay. you need to wear a cross because of the threat of Satan coming from Salem. Say, it's the Salem package. It's the Salem, it's the Salem set. Has the cross that comes with it. Has a cross, three wedding rings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. 
But one thing I seriously do love about this is a lot of the layered necklaces that you see in stores are already connected. It's like one clasp, but then there's three different mm-hmm. chains. These are actually three separate necklaces. So you can just wear one. You can oh. wear all three. Again, some of them have four to the set. They're very dainty. They're very lightweight. So you really hardly even think about wearing them. So I've really been loving these. Again, it was like $15 for the set. You really can't beat it. And I'm thinking ahead to holiday gifts. Um, on my episode that I just did, my interview with my daughter, Daisy, she mentioned that she loves getting jewelry as gifts. <laughs> oh. So I'm thinking this could be a great little stocking stuffer. It could be a great gift exchange gift if you do gift exchanges with friends or in the office or whatever. Just anybody in your life who is into wearing jewelry, these are really fun. And again, you get three. It's like three for one. So yeah, right. It's really fun. That's a great idea. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It's a little tame, but. <laughs> I mean, how do you follow days of our lives? But yeah. yes, <laughs> that is the jewelry that yes. you can wear while you watch. I don't know. I'm there trying. There you go. There you go. That was perfect. You're such a good producer. You're weaving it all together. All the storylines are coming. Trying to make a segue. <laughs> While you're watching Days of Our Lives and want to clutch something at your nest, <laughs> consider these dainty layered necklaces. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, you guys, I will put a link in the show notes for that. Like I said, we can link to the Peacock app in the show notes as well. So we will put our links in the show notes. But we, of course, love to hear from the awesomes. What is awesome in your life right now? On Fridays, we always talk about this in our sort of awesome hangout group. We would love to have you join us there. Speaking of the holidays, Kelly, you know, from years of doing this, the closer we get to the holidays, the more we kind of like circle up in the hangout. It's like us against the unawesome that's waiting for us (laughs) in the world. Yep, that's exactly it. Yes. So we would love to have you join us Mm -hmm. in the hangout group, facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout, or come find us over on Instagram. We love to talk with you about what your awesome of the week is over there at Sorta Awesome Show. So we have so much fall goodness ahead for you and we're gonna get to that when we come right back. Okay, you guys, think about how much you spent the last time you bought razors. Why do your razors cost so much more than men's just because they're usually pink? Well, because unfortunately the pink tax is real. And plus, if you're like me and you have a really sensitive skin, it can be really hard to find a razor at the drugstore that's really going to do the job. But all of that changed when I started using Billy. Billy is the best razor out there for women at half the price of what you'd expect. No pink tax, no visit to the drugstore, no irritation, no matter what. Billy's crazy affordable starter kit comes with their award-winning razor, two precision five-blade refill cartridges, and of course, their cult favorite magnetic holder. Billy Blades even have 360-degree charcoal shave soap built right in so they float over your skin like a cloud. Tons of awesomes have tried and now love using Billy razors. Many of us know these have the smoothest shave we've ever experienced in our lives. And lots of us are done with overpaying for our razors. So awesomes, don't suffer another second paying a pink tax for a bad shave. Go to mybilly.com slash awesome to get the best razor you will ever own while supporting Sorta Awesome. Billy is half the price of other razors, plus free shipping always. Just go to mybilly.com slash awesome. That's spelled mybilly.com slash awesome. That's mybilly.com slash awesome. Friends, when it comes to my socks, they must be comfortable. And Bomba's socks are the most comfortable socks I've ever worn. But that's just one reason I love them. The other is the good I'm doing by being a Bombas customer. For every Bombas item you buy, they donate an item to those experiencing homelessness. Bombas started by making socks after learning they're the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Then they started making underwear and shirts too. Bombas socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft and made to last. With their 100% happiness guarantee, they are confident you will be happy with your Bombas products or your money back. From fabric to fit to feel, everything Bombas makes is made to feel good on everyone. 
Every single person in my family loves their Bombas socks, especially because they are so comfortable to wear, even and especially for my sensory sensitive kids. And you guys, they absolutely hold up to all the laundry we do around here. And get this, thanks to Bombas customers, they've just donated their 50 millionth clothing item. That's 50 million brand new pairs of socks, underwear, and shirts given to those in need. There's so much more comfort to have and so much more to give with Bombas. Go get 20% off of your first order at bombas.com slash awesome. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash awesome for 20% off of your first order. Bombas.com slash awesome. All right, Kelly, I am so excited to dig into our list. Sometimes when we're planning these episodes, we kind of either in Slack or text back and forth some keywords, like, I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do that. We didn't do that this time. So I know. I'm going to be like totally surprised by everything on your list. I know. I was thinking, I hope we don't have the same things. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I mean, it, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, and I think we'll get through, even if we do this, you're right. This is, we often have shared before. And I think this will be fun. I know. Let's yeah. hear what's at the top of your list. Okay. So at the top of my list is a fall trend that maybe some of you are already partaking in. If you are not, I think this is maybe the call to action for the sort of awesome community. It is the shacket. <gasps> Tell me more. It is a shirt jacket. Okay. Hence the name, The Shacket. The Shacket. I actually saw some in real life. Last weekend at our girls retreat, we went to a a cute little downtown and there was a very cute little store, like a little boutique store, and they had some shackets. Shackets, I think this year, like the idea, if you're like, well, a shirt jacket, like what's the deal? It's almost always plaid. Okay. They're a little bit thick. Yeah. They're cozy. That's the whole deal. All right. I think actually, now that you're explaining it, I think Mm -hmm. speaking of my daughter, Daisy, I think she has one. I noticed that she was wearing this. I thought it was just like a flad, not flad. What's a flad? I don't know. It's a flad. (laughs) A flannel plaid. That's what it is. Yeah. My mind was was like really determined to make support. I, I actually was like, I'm right with you. A flat, yes, a flat, a flat, for, a flat jacket, jacket, a flat jacket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that she was just wearing because she loves to wear a plaid flannel. I thought that's what it was, but then I noticed that it had like tweed on the elbows, like a jacket. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, or maybe it was a leather patch on the elbow, something that made it yep. look more jackety. Yeah. So okay, exactly. Yes, keep that's it. That's this. exactly it. Yeah. So I mean, they don't all have that, but they do look oversized. Like they are thicker weight, so more than just a regular flannel. Mm-hmm. They're definitely oversized. So imagine, like I think that for those of us who have come through the '90s, we might just look at somebody walking down the street if we weren't touching the material. We think, well, it's just a big flannel. Yeah. Um, but it's actually. They are, some of them do have some detailing to make it look more. Yes. A jacket. So they'll have like those little elbow patches, depending on where the wrist is. Sometimes it's like a different cuff. Some of them are even have like belts for a waist, depending on the style. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of styles, which I think is great because you can find one that fits your body. There's all kinds of weight too. Right. So some of them are super thick and very almost plush. So it's like that thing that if you're still working from home or you're at home, I mean, but Let's be honest, people are wearing these to the office. They're pairing it with like a dress shirt and they're putting them on the office because they're trendy right now. So it's going to be warm, but I think that there are some that are lighter weight as well. So if you're in a place that you're like, that's not going to be flying for me much. It's like too much Mm. to wear inside. Mm -hmm. You could find one that's the right for you. The one that I have had my eye on is at Target. It is kind of a lavender plaid. It's longish. Like it's going to come down over your butt. Yeah. And it looks really cozy. It does have more of an elastic wrist. That's the only thing that's like held me back, but it has big flat pockets oh, yeah. on it. So that it definitely has more of a jacket look. It's right. $50. Of course, there are tons of options on Amazon for jackets because they're really trendy right now. Much cheaper prices. I just can't vouch for any of them because I don't know. Maybe we'll circle up in the hangout group. And if anybody has already bought a jacket for this year, they can tell us which ones they would recommend or tell us to steer away from. But I just think if you had not heard already, knowing that a jacket is one of the top trendy items for fall 2021. Yes. Then you'll be able to identify it when you go out. You can maybe now say to that young hip person in your life, I like your jacket. There we go. And they'll be like, oh yeah. (laughs) This is an old person who knows things. (laughs) An old person who's very cool. (laughs) (laughs) And by old, I mean, you know, like when you're 18, even a 28 year old is very old. Uh So, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're really cute. I think that they just look comfy. And I love that people are wearing them 
for very casual wear or even putting it as a little bit of a dress up. It's a good in-between sort of layering piece. Okay. Well, I'm going to pull the one from my list that also is an on-trend thing to wear this fall. And that's a sweater vest. Mm. It's the return of the sweater vest. It's so retro. I feel like with the the flannel element of shackets that a lot of fashion trends right now are definitely pulling back into the 90s. Absolutely. And to tell you the truth, when I very first saw that sweater vests were back on trend, I had like some middle school PTSD where I was like, no, I don't want this. (laughs) Yeah, I feel a little bit the same, but it it looks adorable. I have not made the jump, right? but I have seen some people wearing them and I'm like, oh, because I loved a good vest. Now these are sweater vests, right? You said that Mm -hmm. specifically. I had like a leather it was like a suede leather vest. Yes, yes, yes. You know, that I wore with like a skirt uh-huh. and boots. I loved that. That might be harder for me to resist, but they right. do look really, really cute, even though yeah. I haven't made the jump. I think vests in general are on trend fall. Where am I? What season are we in? <laughs> <laughs> I had a suede one in middle school that was mustard yellow or like goldenrod yellow, which was a completely terrible choice for me with my coloring, but I sure enough did rock that. But yeah, it was popular. So even if the color is bad, we're wearing it. Are your girls wearing like a sweater vest? They have not gotten into them as much. Daisy, if either of the two of them were going to, it'd be Daisy. AJ is way more like casual. She just likes t-shirts, sweatshirts, those types of things. I was feeling really resistant until I saw that Alison Lambatis, who is an awesome, I was recently talking about her on the show with the release of her book about outfit formulas. Anyway, on her blog, she has a series called Five Ways to Wear It, where she'll take an on-trend item and show you five ways that you can style it. And I really trust her taste. And so I saw this post from her. And one of the things that she talked about doing is pairing your sweater vest with like just a simple white button down which sounds really like basic, like, of course you can do it that way. But for me, here's my dilemma with sweaters. I love sweaters. I love sweater weather. But when you've got big boobs, sweaters can be a little tricky to style. So I have found for me that if I'm wearing a sweater, I like to either go really high neck, like a turtleneck, or do something with more of a deeper V-neck. So one of the things that she did when she was styling this sweater vest and hers was super cute it was like a houndstooth pattern oh which looked so nice and sharp with just a plain white button up underneath super super cute so i'm thinking do like a deeper v sweater vest and then do the white button down leave the top few unbuttoned show a little skin sometimes that actually can help balance out the bigness around of the chest area, if that's something you feel uncomfortable about, which I do sometimes. It depends on the sweater. It depends on the whole look. But you can leave, I'm thinking, leave those unbuttoned, do my little layered necklaces. And it's really easy to take this really casual with jeans, or you could do it with like dress pants or whatever, depending on what your thing is. So I'm just saying, keep an eye out for sweater vests. I'm going to put a link to Allison's blog post in the show notes so you guys can go and look at some of her other ideas that she had for how to style those. But I definitely have been seeing those everywhere. I did find that, speaking of Target, at Target right now, and I will link to this, but you never know with Target. I feel like they sell out on things so fast. It's true. But I will link to, I did find a really cute houndstooth pattern sweater vest at Target. Mm. So I will link in the show notes if you guys want to go check that out too. Yeah, I really want to see that because I feel like a lot of the ones I've seen quickly magazines weren't kind of that checkered. That's very intriguing to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's next on your list? Okay, so I'm bringing a food item to you guys Mm -hmm. and it's something you're going to need to go look for right now in your grocery stores, okay? Okay. We'll see how far apart it is. It it has spread from Minnesota. It is a variety of apple. It is called the First Kiss Apple. Mm. Okay. Well, that sounds yummy. Yeah, it's kind of a newer apple from the University of Minnesota. So they're the ones who also developed the Honeycrisp. Right. So the Honeycrisp. Right. And that was like back in the 90s and it was super popular. And probably, I don't know, in my family, if we have to say like, what is your favorite apple? Almost everybody's going to be like Honeycrisp because they're explosively crispy and juicy. Right. And I think that's what we like. And they're a little bit sweet, a little bit tart. Mm -hmm. So The funny thing is, is that growing up, I mean, we talked about this in the show before, right? There were like two, three varieties of apples, right? There was Red Delicious. Oh yeah, we have talked about this because Red Delicious are the worst and why are they even still a thing? Right. So 
The first kiss apple is a honey crisp combined with something else that no one has really heard of. Okay. So it's just a little bit crisper mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit tart. Okay. Like just one, one step tarter. Yes. Than a honey crisp. I think it is the perfect eating apple for this time of year where you're like, I am ready for something that is just screams fall. Yes. You pick up these apples and you bite into it and it's just, it gives you that big crunchy sound. It is an explosion of apple flavor. It is so good. It is my new favorite apple. So actually at the girls weekend last weekend, which we missed you, by the way, those of you who were on Instagram and on Facebook last week, I was with Laura, but Meg usually is there. She wasn't this year. And of course we mentioned that we've never actually met Rebecca, (laughs) but we believe that she's real. Yeah. (laughs) Very sad. Yes. But at that retreat, I brought a big bag of first kiss apples and we would just cut them up Ethan and everybody was like, what is this? What is this? So if you can find them, they're really fun to like put on a charcuterie tray. It's of course like the perfect after school snack. I love apples. In fact, one year I shared, it might even been on a fall show, a peanut butter apple cookie. Oh yes. You have talked about that. But I was just thinking like peanut butter and apples are like my favorite flavor combination. So, you know, it's like such a good snack for a grown up or a kid. So yeah, look for in your grocery store. They're definitely spreading. This was several years ago that they came to Minnesota where they first were like, yes, this is, they've been working on it for years to say, is this going to make it? And then it spreads out from there as far as orchards, getting the tree to be able to plant. And then how many can go out into the market? Look for the first kiss variety of apples. You will not be disappointed. Okay. I'm actually headed to Costco as soon as we finish recording. I feel like if anywhere in my area might have them already, it would be Costco. So I am going to look for sure. Okay. Sound delicious. Okay, speaking of delicious, I don't have a recipe, but you know I have brought some smell good stuffs for you for the awesome. Yes. Well, I love my smell goods. I love my indie perfume houses. In the past couple of seasonal lists, I've tried to work in your perfume choices for the season for you. So I am going back to one of my favorite perfume houses, Posey Perfumes. I feel like once people kind of start getting into indie perfume houses, you kind of gravitate towards a certain perfume house that just is, it's your vibe. Like they get you, you get them. It's a good match. We have a whole spinoff from the hangout group of perfume and other scent enthusiasts called Smelling Awesome. If I can remember, I'll put a link in the show notes to that. If you guys want to come join us, it's a very small group, but we're very passionate about the things that smell good. I love that so much. Yes. So Posey Perfumes has a new collection that they just released. It's called the Ink and Quill Collection. And it is, oh, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. It's called the Quill and Ink Collection. Okay. And it is inspired by Dark Academia, which is a whole aesthetic that if you have a younger person in your life, they maybe have filled you in on the academia aesthetics. Are, are you familiar with this whole? I am not. Genre? I mean, yes, it's bringing up images in my mind, but I could be wrong. You know, like I haven't seen it official anywhere. So describe it to me. Okay. Well, academia inspired aesthetics, there's dark and there's light, but it's the same idea that it's like the collegiate kind of oh, like either a boarding school or a university vibe. And so it's like turtlenecks and blazers and tweed pants. And it's just kind of that whole vibe of academia. But of course, these are usually younger people, mostly younger women, but could be anybody that are really into it. And that just kind of, it's like a young hip professor vibe. Okay. Dark academia is kind of leans more into the darker themes, like darker themes of literature and those kinds of things. So this whole perfume collection inspired by dark academia here is, so Joelle is the creator of Posey Perfumes. She writes, Kelly, the most captivating descriptions for her sins. This is how she describes the whole collection. Wander through ancient halls. Settle into your favorite spot in the library for a day of reading. Drink too much wine and read too much poetry late into the night. Fall in love with a sexy Egyptologist. Be a sexy Egyptologist. (laughs) Do it all in a vintage blazer. These are the perfume oils you will wear for your dark academia adventures. So that's the mood. I love that. Okay. That, yeah, I was going to say, that's the vibe that we're going for. Yeah. So I'm actually wearing one today 
there's six scents in this collection. And one thing you can do, especially if you are like, I don't know about trying out a whole perfume that I've never smelled before. That feels a little iffy to me. What she does in a lot of perfume houses do is they will put together a sample collection. So you can go to Posey Perfumes and get the whole collection of six in sample form, like little one milliliter samples. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. It's like $25 for the whole sample set of six. So the scent names in this collection are Firelight Study, Headmaster, Mysterious Fossils, Ritual, Tempest Fujit. That's Latin. And I'm not good at Latin, but that was my guess. (laughs) I'm going to go with you. Your guess. Yes. I'm not good at Latin either. And yet to be written. So I'm actually wearing Firelight Study today, and I wanted to read you guys the notes on this. But you can, again, on the website, there's notes for all of these. So she says the notes for Firelight Study are remnants of your pumpkin spice latte and vanilla scone crumbs on a rosewood desk, a wool blanket with the lingering scent of a cozy evening by the fireplace, all the cozy fall vibes in a bottle, sweet, warmly spiced gourmand notes are underpinned by the fuzzy blanket musk and balanced by the rich rosewood and smoke accords. So, oh, it's so good. I know that's like fall in a little description right there. So you just, it's like the scent of fall is what it sounds like to me. Do you think that's accurate? Oh yeah. So as you smell that scent and you're reading it and you're like, yep, yep, yep. Yes. Yeah. And one thing I appreciate, and one of the reasons I love Hosey Perfumes is my skin tends to really amp vanilla smells, which is great. And I love vanilla, but sometimes it's like the only scent that will stay on my skin after a while. Her vanillas and the one that she uses particularly in this is very subtle. And so it doesn't get to where it's overpowering everything else. So this actually does come with a, like a lot of spice for me. I love the way she does. She does like sweater scents and blanket scents really well, which... I'm like, how can you even make that into a perfume? But she somehow does it magically. So anyway, the whole collection is fantastic. I will link in the show notes against the Quill and Ink collection from Posey Perfumes. And I'm obsessed with it and I love it. And it's perfect for fall. All right. Well, that was my second one. What's third on your list? All right. I actually have multiple things that are all going to be lumped under the third thing on my list. Because you guys, I realized as I was going back through notes that We have never talked specifically about all of my favorite pumpkin Trader Joe's products on a fall list show, but that is... That's true. Like the number one thing about fall to me, like when it's actually fall is partly when the apple orchard down my street, like starts to open for business and people start to go. When we walk by, you can smell the side apple cider donuts, you know, like stuff like that. But right number two on the list is when I walk into Trader Joe's and those cinnamon brooms are out. Oh my gosh. And it smells, and then you're like, oh, it's begun. Everything is here. Yes, yes. So a few weeks ago, in anticipation of this show, I went online and then to my local Trader Joe's and bought all the pumpkin things that I could find. Oh, wow. Look at you. Not like everything that they have in the store, because that would literally be probably 50 or 60 products. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, they are. I bought a lot of my favorite ones um, and I bought a few new ones. So here's what I want to just, I'm going to run down my list of things that if you have not tried these things, most of these things I have tried, I wait for all year. Like I anticipate them. They're amazing. I absolutely vouch for them. So the pumpkin rolls Mm. at Trader Joe's, this is one of those can pop rolls that you open. They come like a little cinnamon swirl, but inside of it, instead of it just being cinnamon is like a little pumpkin-y goodness that you Mm -hmm. bake and then you get a pumpkin icing to put on top. Yes. It's like when you make, I sometimes have made those in the morning before my kids go to school. I am like the hero of that day when you do that. Yes. Because they're like, there's a roll. And really all it requires is that I have to like preheat the oven, you know, because they don't take that long to cook even. Right. It's just like I have to maybe before I get in the shower, I'm going to go turn the oven on so that it can be ready to go. Well, Super easy. Yeah. Wonderful fall thing. What were you going to say? I was going to say, well, that turn the oven on and then not have a heart attack when you open up the popping can. Yes, <laughs> that's true too. I, it's taken me a long people. time to get there. I get so nervous about it to this day. I'm 44 years old and they make me nervous to this day. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I have them do it with me because we all think it's so funny. You know, like yes. we all jump. Yes. And so we're like, somebody's got this spoon down and we're all holding it back. We're like, oh, oh. and then it pops. And we're like, yay. It's like champagne, you know, yes, only as exactly. pumpkin rolls. 
<laughs> so and here's the thing. I don't really love the rolls in a can. I used to as a kid, but something has changed as I've gotten older. Maybe it's called taste. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would be like, that's called being a grown up. But like there's a certain taste to pop rolls like the preservative that must come. I don't feel like I taste that a ton in these. Maybe it's kind of overpowered by mm-hmm. all the gooey goodness. Right, right, right. That you get to put in, or that's already in the inside and then you put on top. So just throwing that out there in case there's other people who are like, eh, I don't know if I'd like that. I think you'd like these. They have, you know, the mini cones at Trader Joe's. Those are fantastic. They have a fall version. They're pumpkin ginger mini cone. They're called hold the cone mini cones. They're tiny little ice cream cones. They're less than hundred calories each. These are, have a white chocolate coating on the inside and the outside of the ice cream that is pumpkin, pumpkin ice cream. And then the actual cone has like ginger spices in it. Oh my gosh. That sounds incredible. My kids love hold the cones, but I've never gotten the pumpkin ones. So They go fast. I bet. Yes, try them. And what I like about them is that they're kind of like great for this in-between season. Like if you're still having some kind of hot days, it's like going to get the pumpkin spice latte, but get it cold. Yeah. Same idea. Like you're getting a lot of the same flavors, but it's not, it's like something that you can eat for cold and it it can be really fun. And actually we've broken them out on Thanksgiving too. Just like if there's little kids or somebody that wants something different, they're great for that, but they're just a fantastic flavor combination. Really, really good. Yeah. I often get, they have both pumpkin bagels and pumpkin cream cheese. That's the Trader Joe's. Put those two together, instant fall right there. Yes. Yeah. They're pumpkin bread mix. Like, you know, the kind of thing that you just are going to add, you know, probably an egg and some oil to is outstanding. Okay. I do have a pumpkin bread recipe that is really, really good, but I feel like it's like six different spices. You know, it's like, it's a quick bread. It's like, you know, it's a little bit of work. The pumpkin bread mix from Trader Joe's is like only a half step back from that. And it's so much easier. It's worth it. It falls apart. It's got that wonderful crumb that, you know, bread has that kind of quick bread. It makes your house smell like literal heaven as it's baking. Wow. So that's super good. They also have a pumpkin pancake and waffle mix that I just buy and kind of store my kids. That's like a fun breakfast. It's really good with like roasted apples or sauteed apples too. Like if you're making it for breakfast, that's really good. There's also the pumpkin cranberry crisps. So these are like those little crackers. They often have at Trader Joe's have these little crisps that are raisin rosemary. And earlier this year, I was lamenting because they came out with a spring version of these that were dried strawberry jalapeno and I never got them. Yes. Yeah. Cause they were gone so quickly. I just tried them. Yeah. They were gone so quickly. I think it was brand, brand new. And so my friend had some, that's where I first tried them. But when I went, I never got them. These are kind of the same way. I think that Trader Joe's has, does a better job of stocking. Mm-hmm. So they're a pumpkin cracker with like dried cranberries in them and nuts. They're wonderful. And on a charcuterie tray for fall, like you can't beat that. That's so good with all the nutty cheeses that you're going to get in fall. Yes. Oh, speaking of, this is not a pumpkin thing, but they have a great Toscana cinnamon coated Toscana cheese in the fall. Really good. But here are the few new things that I saw this year that I have tried and I will rate them. Okay. They have a pumpkin spiced hard seltzer. Okay. I was like, this could either be amazing or it could be like pumpkin spice toothpaste. Yeah. You know, like a few years ago where you're like, is this going to be good? I'm going to put it at a three out of like a zero to five. Okay. Like it's, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's not sweet, Mm -hmm. which I think like when we, pumpkin spices oftentimes kind of lend themselves to sweet things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was a little different, but it was different. I don't know. I thought I kind of liked it, but I don't know that I would like stock up on it to have through the year. Got it. So maybe check those out. They also have now made some pumpkin flavored Madeleines. Oh, those are really good. (laughs) I bet. It's a great mix. It's a great flavor combination with some tea. Yes. Or your morning coffee. Mm -hmm. They are not very inexpensive. So that's my only thing is that my kids like them and wanted to like shove three of them in their mouth. And I was like, (laughs) that was like $5. Yeah. They each get like half of one. Yeah. Split one with a sibling and then you put the rest up for mametta. Exactly. Or maybe just don't even tell them it exists. Like, you know, you could buy them. They have the pumpkin Jojo's. Yeah. Get the pumpkin Jojo's for the kids. Those are really good. It's the same thing to them. (laughs) Save the pumpkin madelines for you. And then the last one is that they have pumpkin spice espresso beans. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. I kind of think that's about a four. It does still have some chocolate a little bit in it. And then it's got like a bigger 
pumpkin spice coating around it. Okay. I mean, again, it's like, well, this is interesting and fun and different. I don't know that it beats like a dark chocolate covered espresso bean. I don't know. I feel like when fall actually comes and they bring out all the pumpkin stuff at Trader Joe's and other places, it's fun to try. So there are even more, of course, pumpkin things in the store. I would love to have a hangout like discussion about pumpkin or fall things. I haven't even touched on the apple. They have other stuff, but these are, I just limited myself to pumpkin. Yeah, because I feel like apple, like their apple, cinnamon apple is kind of their other thing. I love that Trader Joe's goes so hard on pumpkin season, like with no apology. They're like, so hard. This is what we are known for. We will not disappoint you. We will bring back your favorites and we will force you to try some new things. Exactly. And I think it's worked so well for them. Actually, I wonder if they've ever done a podcast about this. I think that the pumpkin season has done so well that now they're trying to experiment with other seasons like lemon season in January, you know, or things like that. But there's nothing like the original. This is the OG of seasonal produce at Trader Joe's. It is pumpkin season and it is fantastic. So I'd love to hear what you guys think about some of the new products. And I know that there are many awesomes. I mean, some of you, and I'm so sorry, don't even have a Trader Joe's. Some of you travel to Trader Joe's, you know, like when you go to a city and so then you come to the group and you're like, what do I have to buy? So like, maybe we can kind of come up with like our definitive sort of awesome recommended pumpkin products. Yes. The fall shopping list at Trader Joe's for sure. Love it. All right. The third one on my list for fall this year is kind of a, it's a variation of a thing that I was telling you about, Kelly. We recently did, you and I did an episode of conversation about things we wish that we had tried sooner, that we had bought sooner, tried sooner. So I was telling you about my love for the fanny pack, or I had a number of people reach out to me later to be like, I think we call them waste bags now. And I was like, okay. No, I don't, I I can't do that though. Waste bag is like what I take with my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know it's a thing. I don't know. I think that your fanny pack, I'm just going to say, I'm going to stick with your original in my brain. Well, I love it so much, but I did want to upgrade for fall because, you know, I got that pink one. Remember, it's the Jan Sport. It's like super sporty. It's vinyl. It's very like that. I'm going to have that thing for years. It is indestructible. But I kind of wanted one. I wanted to upgrade and have something that was like a little bit more dressed up approach to it. Mm hmm. Also, I have found that as I am out and about, sometimes I'll just grab my Jansport pink fanny pack slash waist bag and sling it over my shoulder, like just kind of like naturally like it's a purse or whatever. And so my friend Catherine knows how much I love my pink fanny pack. And so she sent me a link to a really cute one at a boutique that was kind of like an upgrade. She was like, this would look so cute with your black dress and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, I'll put that on my fall list. Well, unfortunately, since it was at a little boutique, by the time I went to Mm. grab the link for show notes for this, it's already sold out. Shoot. So that sent me down a very happy little rabbit hole of looking for something that would be along the lines of that. And I found some sling packs or sling bags they are sometimes called. So it's the same idea of just having like a little pocket that you're just, this is just for when you want to stash your cards, your cash, your keys, your phone, maybe your earbuds go in there. I almost always have my earbuds with me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, I am so, I'm in a moment of life, Kelly, right now. I am so over hauling around a big bag. Mostly because my kids constantly are like, can you put this in your purse? Can you hold this for me? Yep. And then it's like all this stuff that's not mine. And then I do it to myself, like walk out the door and be like, oh, the mail's here. And I'll like stick the mail in there. And then I forget that it's in there. Like I'm just over it. I am loving how when you have something smaller that's just carrying the essentials, I almost feel like I'm hands free because I'm just like not having to think about where my bag is, where to set it. Did I leave it in the car? All of those things. So I did a little shopping, of course. Now, Target has some that are cute. Again, I feel a little hesitant to link to them because I feel like it sells out so quickly. I did find some over on Amazon and I found one that is from the Hebetag store. I'm going to say Hebetag. It could be Hebetag, H-E-B-E-T-A-G store on Amazon, about $22. It's supposedly leather. I don't know. At $22. I feel skeptical about yeah, that. Yeah, pleather, maybe pleather, pleather but it, yeah. it might look like leather. Leather look alike, but it's like this really nice, warm brown coffee, like vintage looking, kind of weathered look to it. Really great classic leather look for fall. And you can wear it. You could, I suppose, wear it as a waist bag if you wanted to, but I'm really interested in kind of like just slinging it on. And so I'm very excited about it just to kind of, I feel like my Jansport one was great for like the summer feel, but I wanted something a little bit more fall inspired. And so I found this, I will link for you guys. I'm so curious to hear if anybody else has gotten on board with this whole trend because 
because I'm obsessed with it and I could see myself <laughs> unchecked. I could see myself having a whole collection of the fanny packs that I'm just like, which one shall I choose today? Yeah. Or like, this is going to be the purse, the bag that you stick with. Yeah. Like, you know how some people, I don't know if we'll continue to do this, but it seems like our grandmas, like they got to like 1978 and they were like, here's where I stay. Yes. And this is it. I'm not changing my bag anymore. I'm not changing my shoes. I'm not changing my couch. Like this is where I die. I will look like this for the next 30 years. Yes, that'll be me. I'm like, are we going to do that? Are we going to like hit some point where we're like, this is it. The fanny bag is my bag. And I'm just going to go with it for the next 30 years. Will that happen to you, Meg? I don't know. It may very well. It may very well. Stay tuned, everyone. And we'll see. I have not jumped on that trend yet, though. So I'm very excited to hear about it and to look at your recommendations, because I think especially the option to be able to put it around your waist, even though I know so many people who sling it over the shoulder to be completely hands free is very addictive to me. It is. It's so, so, so handy and so convenient. So, all right. We still have more of our fall list to share with you. We're going to get to all of that when we come right back. Awesomes this fall, why not experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's Best Value Meal Kit? Every plate makes home cooking easy and affordable, and it's a much cheaper alternative to takeout, and I think it's even more delicious. Let every plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a delightful price. Their recipes come together in about 30 minutes, and that's definitely faster than a quick trip to the grocery store and starting a meal from scratch. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I was so skeptical because I thought with a family as big as ours, there's no way we can afford a meal kit. But every plate is so reasonable on their prices and my kids absolutely love those meals. It's good home cooking that usually leaves my family asking for seconds. So try every plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code AWESOME199. You can get started with every plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code AWESOME199. That's up to $100 in value when you go to everyplate.com and enter code AWESOME199. Hey friends, anyone who drinks wine knows that the options are limitless, which is why finding a wine that I like can actually be really hit or miss. I didn't grow up with parents or family who drink wine. When I go in to pick a bottle of wine, sometimes I'm a little overwhelmed by everything I still don't know about what makes a great wine. But now that I'm a First Leaf Wine Club member, I only get the hits. That's because the experts at First Leaf who know my personal palate send wines that I love right to my door, and there is always something new to discover. First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships wines that are perfect for you. And since they work with renowned winemakers all over the world, there's virtually no limit to the variety of wines that you get to try. Not only does First Leaf introduce you to a ton of new wine, each box gets better. When you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns more about your palate. They know that we exclusively drink red wine, and even still, every box has gotten better and better with wines that we love more and more. But here's a fun little not-so-secret about First Leaf. They work directly with the winemakers, which means that you get those incredible wines at 60% off of retail. First Leaf delivery days are one of our favorite days around here. You can take a peek at your subscription and see what wines are coming in your next delivery, but I never do. I love the surprise of opening up that big box of incredible wine. First Leaf is so confident that you'll love the wine. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you receive a bottle that isn't exactly what you were hoping for, First Leaf will credit your account. So you guys, join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com awesome. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com awesome. All right, Kelly, tell me what is next on your list for fall 2021. Okay, so I'm bringing a book to you guys that actually came out last fall in 2020, but all of a sudden I am seeing it everywhere. Friends are reading it. I don't know if it's kind of like making the rounds or we're coming back to it because it's the season, because what it's called is Wintering. It's written by a woman from the UK. Her name is Catherine May. The subtitle is The Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times. Oh my, tell me everything. You guys, I checked this book out from the library and I'm going to buy it, which is a pretty high bar for me because I try not to keep too much stuff around. But this is one of the most beautifully written books I've read in years. She is an amazing writer. 
And she's using, just as you would suspect, winter as a metaphor as to what we deal with in lives, right? Um, it is a season, but at the same time, she writes, so she each chapter is a month. It's like, you know, October, November, December, January. And she's relating a year in her life that was particularly hard for lots of reasons that you, you can read in the book. But she's using the idea of what winter is in our surroundings and what it does to nature, what it does to us and how often we resist it and how we need it. So how we need to embrace it and how it actually can heal us if we learn to rest and if we don't fight against it, if we say there are times that we just need to heal. It has like Krista Tippett is one of the people who was like, this is a beautifully meditative book, which I was like, that's a great way to say it. It feels like Catherine May opens up exactly what I and so many need to hear, but haven't known how to name. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I just think everybody truly should probably read this book this winter because it's going to, you know, go along. Like there's something powerful about reading words that are describing what you're actually living through. And I think for most of us, it has been a very traumatic year and a half. And I think that we are starting to finally, you know, maybe make some headway out of this, but we are going into winter again. So it's going to get dark and we need to rest. We need to heal. We need to see why that's okay. We need to come together as a community. And this book is lovely and gives us so many good words to describe what it is that we're dealing with and how we might be able to find ways to heal. So it's just fantastic. I also personally really love the idea that because she lives in England, like her idea of winter is different than mine. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it was just really fun to me to read all of her little Britishisms and to like what she expects out of the season, you know, like as she writes about it, like, well, this will happen and the sea turns gray or we can do this. It was really fun to read like somebody else's journal almost like this is what the seasons mean to me. At one point she does, I think maybe in the January chapter, talk about how she did with her husband at one point go very far north into Norway, I think. And they have friends who have come from Scandinavia and she's like, you know, their winter is so much more harsh than I'm used to. And so like where I was like, oh, well, that's the winter I know. Right. Yes. <laughs> where it's pretty harsh. But at the same time, like just looking at how everybody looks at the season in their real world and how everybody looks at the season in their internal world. It made me feel so known. And I feel like we just had a fantastic conversation. I would read a few pages, maybe a chapter, uh, probably not even a whole chapter because they're kind of long before bed. And it was exactly what I needed to like end my day to be like, remind myself to ground and yes, rest is good. Life can be hard. It will get better because that's what seasons mean. So it's a really beautiful book. If you have not read it, go request it at your library, go buy it on Amazon. You go buy it everywhere. Go buy it at your independent bookstore. I also think this could be a great gift after you read it. If it means something to you, this could be a great gift to give at Christmas. You know, to somebody to be like this, this spoke to me. I want you to read it too. So yeah, this is a good time to read it. Even if you're reading a little bit ahead. So Wintering is again, the name of the book by Catherine May. Okay. That sounds absolutely gorgeous. And I'm not even a tiny bit surprised that it really resonated so deeply for you because for years on Sort of Awesome, you know, either through the Sabbath discussion, which remains mm -hmm. people's favorite episode of Sort of Awesome that you shared with us in just our various conversations about the importance of living in and being present in the season that we're in. Mm -hmm. I mean, even talking about like the calendar season that we're in and how that's a metaphor for the different seasons we go through in life. I'm like, you could have written this book, honestly but I'm not surprised at all that this is something that really resonated and it sounds amazing. So yeah, I have some book recommendations. Oh, good. Now I have not read these. That's the weird thing that I'm putting this on the list because Kelly, we wrapped up hot girl summer. I myself am going to have a practical magic fall. <gasps> oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. I have never read Practical Magic by Alice Hoffman or any of the other books in that series. And also, Kelly, I've never even seen the Nicole Kidman, Sandra Bullock, 1998 film adaptation of it, which I know is like such a it's like such a 90s classic that so many women of like our age, little older, little younger, love that movie. And I've never seen the movie, but I have wanted to read Practical Magic for years. Again, Alice Hoffman is this prolific American novelist. Chances are, if you haven't read 
read one in her Practical Magic series. You've probably read something that she's written through the years. And so if you're not familiar with the context, like Practical Magic centers around a family, the Owens women, and they kind of have always been blamed for things that go wrong in their Massachusetts town. Um, And then so Practical Magic picks up with Jillian and Sally, who are sisters who have kind of grown up with being pointed at and talked about. And they have these elderly aunts who kind of even seem to like really give people something to talk about with their the way, you know, that they live their lives, make it seem like really witchy and magic-y. Yeah. And so it kind of picks up with their story and that's in Practical Magic, which she wrote in 1995. But then the story continues on, like she's gone back and written a prequel and she's written follow-up books. And so the fourth and final installment of the Practical Magic series comes out in October of 2021. So, so far in publication order, there was Practical Magic, The Rules of Magic, Magic Lessons, and then the final book, The Book of Magic, comes out this month. So I would really like to read, I'd like to get through at least the first three. I've been deliberating with myself if I should read them in publication order, or you could go and read them in chronological order, because like Magic Mm. Lessons goes way back in history to tell the story of these women in this family. So I'm still deliberating if I should do publication order, chronological order, typical Enneagram 9, I can see how there would be merit to both approaches. I even looked on Alice Hoffman's website and she was absolutely no help, Kelly. She was like, reader's choice, do it either way you want. (laughs) Now we have to make decisions. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But anyway, I myself am having a practical magic fall. I would love to hear from any awesomes who have read it or who might be reading along, especially as this much anticipated novel that completes the series is coming out this month. So that is definitely going on my list for fall. That sounds great. All right. Round out the list that you have for us with the last thing on your list for fall 2021. Okay. This is actually, there's a good segue here. This is something that I haven't watched except for like the trailers, but this is on my list to do with my family this fall. Okay. So we have really enjoyed some of the different, like, because we have such a great age span in our kids, it's difficult to find things that everybody will even tolerate together. Um, But what seems to have always worked are the very mild game show and reality TV shows like The Great British Bake Off. Like people, you know, like you you can kind of, you can stand in the back of the room and watch a little bit of it. And we also really like Lego Masters based on Rebecca's recommendation. We've watched, you know, that, that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this could be another version of that. It is called Frogger Mm. and it is a, like a game show Okay. Based on the like beloved 1980s video game. Yes. It is like Frogger come to life. So oh my gosh. imagine Frogger combined with the game Wipeout. Like if you guys have ever seen Wipeout. I love Wipeout. Yeah. Yes. So it's like they have an obstacle course, just like in Frogger, that they have to try to get across by jumping to things, by climbing on this, by avoiding things that are coming across at them to try to get to the other side. So it's a life-size version of Frogger. And they have two guys who are announcing it that, of course, are like hysterical and, you know, deriding them. You get three lives, just like you get in the video game. It just looks really fun. And I watched it and I thought this would be the exact thing. Like people could come in and come out. You're not, you know, it's just going to be funny and fun. It's going to be a great little watch and we can watch it this season. So it just started. It's on the Peacock app. Okay. So I don't think it's actually even on TV anywhere. I could be wrong about that. Okay. But that's where you're going to find it. It just looks really fun. I would say my backup show, and this one is probably more stereotypically like leans toward girl. This one's on Disney plus, but this is one that I have been watching with my um, 13 year old daughter, Taylor. They have made a remake of Doogie Howser. Oh, I didn't know that. It's called Doogie Kami Aloha. It is adorable, you guys. Peyton Elizabeth plays the role of the new Doogie. She is a, of course, a student young woman set on Hawaii. So it's the, you know, the scenery is gorgeous. One of my very favorite actors from way back in the day, Jason Scutley plays her dad. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. Kathleen Rose Perkins is her mom. It's the idea that just like in Dookie Hauser, she is a child genius who like by the time she's 16, she's a full-fledged doctor. Her mom is also a doctor Oh, in the same hospital. So there's kind of an interesting dynamic there where like her mom is also her boss, but it's just really cute. It's the same idea that it was on Dookie Hauser that there's this kid who's trying to figure out like just life. Like how do I go on a date? And also I'm like saving patients in a hospital. It's very Disney. It is, everything is beautiful and not realistic. And there's, you know, you're, you're like the, the sidekick best friend that you know is going to be there, but it's fun. And 
it's being, it's not the whole season has not been released. It is like being released one week at a time. It comes out on Wednesdays. It's Rocky, my daughter's world. She didn't even know that that was a thing that like, we can't just sit down and watch the whole season. She's like, well, what's the next one? And I was like, it's going to come out next week. And she's like, what is, what does that even mean? I'm like, yes, this is the way it used to be. So, but for that reason, I'm kind of enjoying it because it's kind of giving us something to look forward to that we do together each week, even if it's less than half an hour by the time we sit down and watch it, you know, it's just a little sitcom That's a fun show too. But I would love to hear what other people are watching. Like those are the things that have really worked well for my family, but I would love to hear what people are watching this fall. What's sticking out that's new and fun to you. Even if it's like a new season of something that you've watched in the past, give us the recommendations. Absolutely. Would love to hear that too. Okay, well, the last one on my list is something that I actually just keep talking about. And it was brought to my life by an awesome via the awesome of the week thread. We say this all the time. It is absolutely true. I find so much, I discover so much awesome in life because of the awesome. So this came from Awesome Willow. I've mentioned it a few times in spaces here and there across sort of awesome episodes, but I need to make sure that it's on the fall list. It is the Vermont Maple Ginger Tea from Celestial Seasonings. That sounds amazing. Yes. So again, Vermont maple ginger tea. Their description is we pair real Vermont maple sugar with lively earthy ginger to achieve the perfect balance of sweet and spice. It is the perfect balance of sweet and spice, Kelly. They did it. They used some kind of celestial wizardry in the celestial seasonings because this tea is so good. I'm not even like, I love tea if I'm in the mood for it. And lately... I think it is this transition into fall. I have mm-hmm. just been like, give me all the teas. And Willow's suggestion came to me just in time. I've been sipping on it the whole time that we've been recording this. I cannot explain. They are not subtle. They are freaking bold about both the maple and the ginger flavors okay. going on in here. So it definitely has like that maple sort of like almost a the really sweet like maple donut okay. to it. But then also the ginger keeps it from being too incredibly sweet. Mm-hmm. I have been drinking cup after cup of this. Again, it's herbal, it's caffeine free. So it doesn't even bother me. It doesn't you know, raise my heart rate or anything like that after I've had my two cups of coffee in the morning. And it's just so delicious. I'm sure you can find it at your local grocery store. You can order it online. It's celestial seasoning. So these are usually pretty easy to find. And so I've been drinking them all throughout the day, but I've got to tell you, you could add a little whiskey and a squeeze of lemon, and then you've got like a maple ginger hot toddy. What? Yeah. Finish off your day. That is so smart. I was going to get it before, but now I'm for sure going to get it and try that combination because I mean, I think that one of the great things about tea is it lasts. And, you know, like I just, I do kind of tend to stock up in the fall and I just drink tea all winter because like you said, even if I'm drinking coffee, like you can't drink coffee all, well, maybe you can't, my husband can drink coffee all day. It doesn't affect him, but like most of us cannot drink coffee all day. So I want something else and, or you want to change. Like I have a whole shelf that's just hot beverages for winter. So that is going to be one that gets added to my tea collection for sure. You will not be sorry. It is a power punch. It's a punch in the face of your maple and ginger flavors and you like it. You're like, give me another one. It's so good. I just want everyone to be prepared for the fact that this is not a subtle tea. You know, a lot of teas are like so genteel. Yeah, that's true. This is like a really American. I was going to say it's an American tea. This is not a British tea. This is not, oh, hello, it's tea. It's like, here's your tea. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Okay, you guys. So that is our list of awesome for fall 2021. Thank you for letting us share this conversation with you because truly it brings us so much joy to put our seasonal list together. Kelly, if people want to find you to talk about demon possession via Salem or any of the amazing suggestions from your list or anything else, where can we find you all around the web? You can find me in the Hangout for sure in the Superstars group. Those are two of the best places just to catch me online. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Gordon MN. And I also have a website at the same name, kellygordonmn.com, where you can find recipes. That's probably the biggest thing that people are looking for for me. But if you're ever looking for a recipe, that's the place to go. Totally. Thank you for that. Okay. You can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find this show by searching Sorta Awesome on pretty much any platform that you're on. Search Sorta Awesome and you'll find us. So Awesome's happy fall. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time.